Alright. Mike, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Hey, Luella, if you're listening. What's up, Luella? Little Lou? Oh, some friends of yours out there. Excellent. That's uh, Frank's kid, the little one. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> How's, uh, how's Cousin Frank doing? Uh, he's doing good, man. He's doing good. Living, Kids are doing good. Uh, I just saw Uncle Frank today. He's he's doing good. Excellent. Excellent. He's, uh, he's doing good, yeah. Man, that guy looks great. Right, that's who you want to be when you're... You, 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 like, if you're like, if you're like 60 and you still look the same as you did when you're 40, you're doing something right, you know? <laughs> that's the Frank but, gene. Yeah. And it really is, man. All the Franks look good. Yeah. It's part of uh well, I think it's the Mediterranean diets and, you know, the Italian blood, you know. It's I, I think I, no, that. fuck that, dude. It's the personality, man. It's cuz you guys have a way <laughs> of like going through life just taking everything pretty easy, you know. Yeah, you got to roll with it, you know. That's... Roll in, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good. It's the only way good to make mentality. it happen. <laughs> the Joes are a little too intense. <laughs> They're the high strung to- ones. <laughs> the toadies are a little too easy. <laughs> They're taking it too easy too much. Yeah. The Carmens are too nice. The Franks got that nice balance. <laughs> yeah, well, old soul, I think, is what ha- comes with the uh Frank name. You know. It is an old you're right. That, it's, it's an old wise... name. You have to grow into the name. That is a wise old name, yeah. So you're not truly a Frank until you're, until you're an older guy. Yeah, that's a great. I think that's what it is. There are names that are young person names, and people, you know, you live into your uh, your name. I feel like the name you get is kind of the uh, person you are. You know, it is, it is a wise. Like he didn't truly become a Frank until he got that. Like because now he's got the white hair. Yeah, you know? see, and that's like, where it like is. Yeah, and like, dude, when he talked, dude, he was talking about um, today. He talked about uh, one of his granddaughters and like her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Man, it was so. It really made me realize what we're missing today. <laughs> because he was talking about like, dude, he's her grandpa. You know. And you know the boyfriend sits there, and they're they're getting like you know kind of just too close and too touchy. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, <laughs> have some fucking respect. You yeah. know, this, this girl is sixteen, and this is her grandpa. And you know, and the fact that like the parents are okay with it, it's like, yeah, I get it. But I think we got a little too cool, you know, with everything, like. We absolutely got to. I really like the his view of it because you don't hear that nowadays. Because you know we're at that age where our, our you know uh, like I have friends who are in their forties and they they have kids that are teenagers now, right? Right. <laughs> and like the like you go you know the way that they're like kind of cool with their <laughs> their kids is not the way our parents were cool. You know <laughs> what I mean? This is very true. Yeah. Like you brought a girlfriend over, you weren't going into your room with her. Absolutely not. No, yeah, you was, know, yeah, no, no, you, know, you were you were coming there to hang out with mom and dad and introduce. You know what I mean? Like, That's crazy. You know, and like the way he brought it up, it really threw me back because I was like, oh man, because I think of him as a very, um, you know, he is he is kind of conservative, but he's also just a very like he's so modern and huh. like with today you know what i'm saying like he's really up to date and but when he said that about the granddaughter and everything you realize like man that's an old-fashioned mentality that we really can't lose (laughs) i feel like we lost it we did already we, we shouldn't and women you should really if you're a 16 year old girl you should treasure yourself like your grandpa treasures you. You know what I mean? Like you should realize what you what you are. Well, uh, these kids, you deserve, man, they're like, so exposed. Like you're a 16 year old girl. I'm not listen. I get. I'm not. I'm not saying don't. You know, I get what a 16 year old's gonna do. I was 16, right? But you that 
if you're a 16 year old girl and you're with a guy, you should you should want to be with a guy that's going to respect you in public. <laughs> yeah, in front of your family, in, especially in a way, in, especially in a way that your <laughs> yeah. grandpa would approve. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And that's what it made me think of. Like, you know, it's okay to do what you're going to do. Everybody expects you to do what you're going to do. But we lost the the respect. Like these kids, they follow people like Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox who drink each other's blood ceremoniously. Like we, what the f- what the fuck is that? What, <laughs> what like, the fuck is that? These kids dude? have no sense of decency anymore because they're following shit like that. No boundaries. She goes to the fucking sh- that 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 award show naked because her daddy said so. What the fuck is? What are we tra- what are we teaching these See, girls? I mean, uh, Pete Davidson, Chaboy, he got the initials of. Kim Kardashian and her kids that she has with Kanye tattooed on his neck. Wow. What the hell is that? You yeah. Talk boundaries, and then he, man. And then the he kids, got her, the kids are following name, these people. Then he got her name branded on her. Did you say Brandon? Like, let's go, Brandon? Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, or something like that. Yeah. And I didn't oh, clip yeah. it, but I it was all over all the conservative talking uh, or podcasts and... Uh, the clip of Megan Fox describing how, oh, haha, it's no big deal. It's not like we were drink- drinking goblets of each other's blood. We, you know, it's more ritual. It's more ceremonial. You know, like when you explain it like that, it sounds kind of creepier. Actually, you're kind of describing like something <laughs> cult-like, uh, satanic. Even this is a little, you know. At first, you know, it's just weird. We live in weird times, man, and that's why the kids are messed up, dude. And the kids, really, the kids you know, don't know how he, to behave anymore. Dude, he told me a story. He's because he he was saying how like you know the kids were too close and everything. And then he told a story of when his daughter was uh, younger, and like she had a boyfriend over, and they were too close on the couch. Right. So he, he's like, dude, you know, you know how he is, man. Yeah. It was so, yeah. so fucking funny. He's <laughs> like, so I walk in, I see him, I walk out, and I just say. I, I must be going crazy. I don't think I saw what I saw. I'm about to walk back in. <laughs> like you know, and then when he walked back in, they were on opposite ends of the couch. You know, and was, yes. And, and I was like, dude, when he told me that, the reason it's so funny is because that literally. I have that story with every high school girlfriend. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, absolutely. You know, I was we were, we were holding hands, or you know, I had my arm around her, and then you hear the dad coming downstairs, and you fucking book <laughs> it to opposite right. ends. You know, like that's how it used to be, dude. You, you know, there was no holding hands or whatever, and getting all lovey-dovey in front of family. The public shit. displays of affection. There's no way you didn't kiss your girlfriend or anything. No, dude, that was like unless that that's what you you didn't do that unless you were married. Even still, I feel like um, in a weird way we grew up in a more just decent era, even though it was the '90s. You know, yeah, the '90s were uh, grotesque, I guess, compared to other generations. We had our president getting blowjobs in the White House. Uh, and that was all over the news. So as a kid, you know, you're looking at Time Magazine. They're talking about the blue dress with the stain on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Dad, what's that stain all about? Oh, let me tell you about uh, jizz, son. You know, <laughs> like, all right, uh, this is great. This is great stuff. We've really crossed Dude, a barrier here I, as, a, as a culture. I spent six years wondering what the fuck the cigar was about yes remember you the know, cigar I, mean? I i remembered the cigar yes. i had no idea what they were talking about and then when i was finally old enough and like i looked back and i was like oh yeah absolutely but you yeah. couldn't avoid it because we crossed a line as a society and as a culture and we all of a sudden made it okay to discuss these things uh in an open forum and we kind of became disgusting at that point. We were talking about yeah. cigars in vaginas and blowjobs and ejaculating on dresses. And uh, now it was okay to discuss this with the kids, I guess. Terrible. Because it's on the nightly news. It's on Time Magazine's cover. It's it's ridiculous. But think back before that, what was it that was so, you know, what were we really exposed to before that 
society was kind of clean. It was a lot cleaner. So we kind of grew up in that last kind of clean era. Or at really, least where society yeah. tried to keep it clean for the kids, and when dude, you were in old public, enough, man. yeah, yeah, public. even the ra- even the rap songs, dude. Remember, you want a lady <laughs> in the streets, freaking the street, freaking the she- sheets. Yeah, too white. You were there though. You, I know what you're saying. There, you're there, onto yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, Frankie James? Just remember, <laughs> Frankie James, when you grow up. It's all about respect, man. Keep that respectful <laughs> in public, all right? Also, potentially rap lyrics. I'll have to look that up, though. I'm not totally yeah. sure about that. <laughs> well, Mike, the big news of the day, um, I guess if you're following the right news, or news on the right, uh, for that matter, is food shortages, man. Did you know that they're coming? Yeah, I, I don't understand uh, what's really going on with the food. There's like a whole thing with the. There's a lot of like wildfires knocking out food supply. Oh, Mike, you must be psycho, and or you love Tark, uh, Tucker Carlson. Psycho here. So just moments before we went to air tonight, a plane apparently crashed at a General Mills plant, a food plant in Covington, Georgia. Six- this is two days ago. Keep that in mind as he goes through this. Hmm. Tractor trailers okay. were reportedly on fire. You're seeing pictures from the scene right now. This is the second time in a week that something like this has happened. On April 14th, the plane crashed into the Gem State Processing in East Idaho. What's going on here? Well, the story gets weirder. Food processing plants all over the country seem to be catching fire. A couple of days ago, a fire destroyed the headquarters of Azure Standard, one of the largest organic food distributors in the country. At the end of last month, a fire severely damaged a fresh onion packing facility in South Texas. In Oregon, a potato chip processing plant to support a boiler explosion that sent workers to the hospital. So industrial accidents happen, of course. But this is a lot of industrial accidents at food processing facilities at the same time the president's warning us about food shortages. They're getting hit by planes and catching fire. What is going on here exactly? Jason Rance hosts a radio show in Seattle and (coughs) joins us to put it into perspective. Jason, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, obviously, when something happens every so often, you obviously hope that there's no significant damage and certainly no one gets hurt, but you kind of write it off. It's not that big of a deal. Accidents happen. But when you've got well over a dozen food processing plants and warehouses getting destroyed or seriously damaged over just the last few weeks at a time when the food supply is already vulnerable, it's obviously suspicious and it could lead to serious food shortages. That's why some folks are now wondering, well, number one, what's going on? You've got some people speculating that this might be an intentional way to disrupt the food supply. Wait, so may I ask you to pause there really quick? Plane? Can I just ask you, I just want to nail this down so our, our viewers understand. There have been confirmed over a dozen disabling <laughs> accidents at food plants in the last month. Over a dozen. Yeah. Little, uh, little freaking weird. Uh... weird. <laughs> yeah, why? Hey, Mike, you know, uh, there's a coincidence. Uh, maybe at one, two, three... 12? 12 incidents? Uh, it's like all we've over. passed up coincidence at this point. Yeah. And why do you think they're doing it? Well, I think they're manufacturing think a food crisis. It? Who? The same people who are putting up the chemtrails in our skies and taking away our sunny days that we're supposed to have, according to the weather. No. <laughs> no, no, seriously. <laughs> what you, who? who... <clears throat> well, I think the... Um... Who would want a food shortage? Well, why would they want a food shortage? That's what I'm saying. Uh, Frank, name a revolution that didn't start because of a fucking food shortage. Well, it seems awfully strange that Joe Biden about a month and a half ago went on TV and said, we're going to have food shortages. And then all of a sudden, we have a string of events where we have fires breaking out, at facilities, we have yeah. airplanes crashing in. in Frank, this no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. This is somebody's doing it. So <laughs> like, my is... my guess would be this is the FBI, <clears throat> oh, FBI, Why? CIA, whatever. Going to co- get a revolution? Well, maybe, maybe so. Or they believe it's their way of creating a crisis, putting in some sort of martial law or reinstituting some variation or version of the lockdowns that. They popularized during COVID. You got to remember, you now have like one third of the population that totally are okay with the government saying we're shutting you down, we're locking you in. Uh, 
I'm sitting here thinking it's going to be a flu or another variant. You're saying we're out of food. Wow. Stay home. There's no more gas. You can't drive to work. Stay home. And there's no food. Stay home. We'll ration and bring it to your home, but you must stay inside. Because why would you even go to work if there's no food? Yeah. What are you working for? Oh, and in order to get your food ration, show us your Vax Pass on your phone. Wow. Oh, you're not up to date? No food for you. Raccoon 6, uh, <laughs> if you got a lead on any land out there in Montana, let me know. Uh, I need a fucking farm. God The damn. food shortage, man. It's a really bizarre weird. thing to manufacture, but they're, it's weird. they're into it. I don't understand it's, why. It's a losing... Dude, no. I'm telling you, that is like the one thing you can't fuck with is people's food. They're going to revolt. Yeah. Isn't that what it's, always it's, happens historically? But maybe, so part of what I've read into, and we're definitely going down a deep uh, conspiracy rabbit hole here, but a big thing that the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, a huge part of it, is a scenario where the people lose all trust in the government and actually, in some level, revolt. And the world government comes in and essentially saves the day and convinces the masses mm. to, to, to globalize under this one world control, this one world order where you own nothing, but you'll be given everything you need. You have it all on your phone now. No, someday. Dude, no way America's going for that. I don't think so either, but I think when you ask me, hey, what's the deal with this manufactured food crisis? Because this is clearly now we've entered manufactured crisis. Look, and this didn't just start Mm. recently. This all began during that second time they locked down for no reason. What was that, dude? That Well, and what did it create immediately (laughs) after? Remember, it created the the (laughs) gridlock at the ports. That is... Like, all the pain we're feeling today is because of that extension of it the is. lockdowns. Why did they do it? It was yeah. only to inflict pain. That's the only reason. Hindsight is what shows us that. Yeah. Anyone who... That wasn't hindsight, dude. Everybody knew it. We, we called it even Everybody what was happening. Knew yes. it. The fucking The fucking dude man fucking podcast yes. predicted it. And we're fucking two dummies. <laughs> and we said, hey, if you do this, we're paying for it in two years. Yeah, it's yeah. going to suck. It's going to really suck. And you know what? It kind of sucks. It fucking <laughs> you know? sucks. Yeah. It's crazy what's happening. And it's weird that uh, they're getting away on some level publicly, or at least with their base, they're getting away with blaming this on Putin. They call it the Putin price hike. Uh, nobody's most, buying it, dude. You nobody's don't think so? It. No. Nobody, it, no. Again, dude. we always come back to their catchy little slogans and stuff. They're really good with that stuff. That dude. one nobody bought, dude. Well, that one was Pro- dumb. Pro- Pro- come on. Oh, it was terrible, dude. Nobody bought that. Dude. It started before Putin. Yes, it started way before Putin. Frank, you're telling me that a country with a GDP smaller than California <laughs> could affect our economy that much? No. No. Uh, no. The Putin price hike. The, pr- the Putin price hike. It's kind of lazy, no. actually, now that I think about uh, it. Dude, it's so stupid. <laughs> who did you think was going to buy that? You know who bought that? Every asshole that wore two masks. Yeah. <laughs> or, the, or the jackass next to me who fucking put the Ukraine flag up in their fucking yard. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, they believe it's Putin's price hike. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They go to the pump and they gas it up and it's $60, $80. They're like, thanks, Putin. <laughs> did, you, did you see how much money has been going to Ukraine? So, I, yes, I actually oh. I wanted to tell you this. It's starting to oh. look to me like they're sending kickbacks or uh, maybe we're being bribed. No, dude, I don't know what's going on, but the money we're sending... 
Yeah, we're and laundering. There's laundering. What really, here. what really, what really set me off was uh, when they said uh, once once they send this money that Joe Biden just approved, we're gonna be at like ninety billion dollars, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that we sent Ukraine in military aid. Yeah, this is just military aid. Ninety Absolutely. billion dollars or something like that, right? Yeah, crazy and. It was more than their military budget. Yeah, it's so sound- we're <laughs> sending them more money. We're sending them more arms than like. Yeah, I know. Just, it sounds like there's something going on. Like there's something sketchy or shady happening. We're spending. We're sending them more arms and money than their military could possibly spend. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe people who are in Ukraine are getting some money out of this in their pocket. Yes, and and uh, I'm sure some of it's going back to uh, Hunter Biden and the big guy, ten percent. Don't to the big guy. That big guy. The big guy gets 10%, Mike. <laughs> the big guy always gets 10 The big guy gets 10%. <laughs> Don't forget about the big guy. Don't ever. Dude, the Ukraine stuff the is crazy. Guy. I really think what's happening is the Biden, I think the Bidens are paying themselves through America. Yeah. I think they're literally getting money through this. I and did you see uh this weekend Pelosi and company went and did a photo op with Zelensky in Poland. I'm sorry, uh Ukraine. I mean <laughs> I mean definitely Poland. Poland Ukraine, you know, well Poland with a Ukraine background. Have you noticed Ukraine now it's what in month three or four? Are we in three now? We're in the third month. Yeah. I think it's gonna become background noise and I we kind of discussed this way back at the beginning, but I think it's the new proxy war, man. I think it's just going to be this like Dude. like Afghanistan or Iraq where there's just like war it's just going to be perpetual and it's going on and Frank you just nailed it. Did I see Pelosi's visit to Zelensky? You know what I saw? Huh. I saw a picture in a headline and I didn't read the article. And that was it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how much nobody cares about fucking Ukraine. No. It wasn't on any fucking TV news. If they did, I didn't see it. Nobody I'm listening to is really talking about it except maybe a little mention. They uh like, they do it up on uh CNN and Fox like on Saturday mornings. I've been I'm sure. That's when they're doing yeah. a lot of their Zelensky stuff. It's weird. It's really weird, man. I think it's because it, they're getting the grandmas, dude. They get Nona. That's <laughs> what they're doing. They get Nona. Yeah. She, I can't tell you how many times we eat dinner and she cries about Ukraine. Really? Yes. Yes. Well, the imagery is they're getting better at it. Dude, she cries for the the kid. I'll never forget the mass grave with the kid's shoes next to it. Oh, no. Oh man, she got. Uh, they got her good she, with the mass grave. <laughs> oh. Dude, she she was literally crying, and I just said, "Why are you crying?" And she no, said, and she goes, "The, the shoes," and she starts crying even more. And I go, and I go, "No, no, look, there's there's one, two, three, four, and I counted up to seventeen <laughs> men in the shot, right?" She goes, "Yeah," I goes, "There's seventeen men." I go, "If there were little kids that were dead, don't you think these seventeen men would?" dig graves for these little kids if i'm a man and i'm alive and there's little kids dead i'm gonna give them a grave right you know what i'm saying and then she's she's done crying like yeah <laughs> like, and then, that's how it always goes that's why like, once wow. you start pointing things out the uh, oh yeah yeah that doesn't make sense well did you see the images of the video of Pelosi and company um, meeting with Zelensky, powerful dude in Ukraine. Like, uh, but I thought the war was happening. Like, where are they? What's going? Like, how are they able to go there with this war going on? And I, I don't know. This whole thing is so weird. Not only that, there's a fucking war going on. So we sent our eighty, <laughs> we sent our eighty-two-year-old. <laughs> Speaker of the House. Alcoholic. Who the fuck care? Who the fuck cares? Well, the Speaker of the House of the United. Send a fucking general or something. Dude. What the fuck are we doing here? Is that really? 
it's this, a photo is, op, man. It's a is, photo yeah, op. I was gonna say, is this a photo op or a strategic meeting? Yeah. Because it's, if it's a strategic meeting, I want the joint chiefs of staff. If yeah. it's a photo op, <laughs> go ahead and send me your 80-year-old speaker of the house. Nobody in the world knows what the fuck your speaker of the house even does. Why okay? is she there speaking with this guy? It's so bizarre. Yeah, why aren't you she, speaking to the house? What is she doing the there? House? So it doesn't make any sense. It's a weird photo op to begin with. And on top of it all, like, uh, isn't Russia... Is Russia a big, bad supervillain? Or are they bumbling idiots? It can't be both. Because if be they're both. big, bad supervillain with hypersonic missiles, then can't... Nuclear, yeah, don't they yeah. know Pelosi and company's there and they're just going to blast them out of the sea, out of the air? Like, and just... Or are they bumbling idiots and they can't even track where they are and they have no idea what's going on? You guys keep to trying fair, to portray them as both. It doesn't make sense. To be fair, hypersonic missiles are very expensive. Yeah, right. You don't Nancy want to waste Pelosi. it on Nancy Pelosi. That bitch is going to die from a cold breeze. Huh? Right. You know what? <laughs> Some bad ice cream is going to take her out, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's a beef turkey away from choking on those dentures. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying yeah, you know I mean, waste a goddamn hypersonic missile. It cost me three billion. You know, it cost me thirty percent of my GDP just to fucking make it. You know? <laughs> oh man, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, they sent her, dude. I guess she's the peacekeeper. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. I don't need a hypersonic missile. I'm gonna send her some saltwater taffy. <laughs> <laughs> so <I> wipe her out. We've been through tougher times before, Mike. You know, it is the uh, 30th anniversary of the L.A. riots. That is crazy. I can't believe this. 30 years? 30 years since uh, one of the craziest things that I think has happened uh, in our youth. <laughs> when you brought that up, I want you to know that's like one of my first memories. It's pretty nuts. It was very vivid. That the whole thing from the Rodney King video and the beating. I think everybody remembers that. Uh, like, I was like, the, I was like four when it happened, but like five, six during the trial and everything. So all I like one of my earliest memories was is uh, that tape and then the OJ case. Well, what's funny is OJ was immediately after, and yeah. uh, it is universally accepted that. OJ being acquitted was a direct result of the of this whole fiasco and everything happening. Oh yeah, everybody they said it openly. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I got a little uh little clip if you wanna you wanna I go down it. memory lane, Mike. We'll take a little look. Oh, back remember here. the tr- dude? How, do you remember the trucker? That was like the one thing I remember. The guy who got pulled from his car and beaten. Truck and beaten. They beat the shit out. Dude, that was on national fucking TV, dude. (laughs) I was like four years old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not laughing at the guy. I'm laughing at like the irony. It was very sad, but this was also right at the beginning of CNN and the 24-hour news cycle and all this. I just thought about this. Dude, I was talking about this the other day. Back then... It was seeing like the their heyday because it was nothing but police chases. Right. Fuck it. dude, every day was a helicopter chasing somebody, you know? That was crazy cops, times. Cops came on the you had you had cops. America's most wanted. You had fucking cops. Did you know Man. this cops is gone because uh I'm assuming yeah. BLM? I haven't like Frank, why would you want a TV show of racists? The white supremacist. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Frank, you're obviously a white supremacist. Yeah, well, I know. Dude, like, it's I, obvious. I'm starting to think you're in the KKK. Well, uh, with a uh, name like Frank, there's no doubt about it. You know, <laughs> I'm definitely, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely on the other side. 
We're going to take a look back. Here's a trip down memory lane. Uh, pack up your bowls. Get it ready. Here we go. This is the uh, LA riots, mostly peaceful pri- uh, protests, actually. Uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, the LA. <laughs> Mostly peaceful <laughs> protests. Let me uh, correct myself here. I don't even think. I never even thought about that, dude. <laughs> you know when you listen to this because of the way they talk about it. It's incredible. Yo, yo, I didn't even think about that. Yes. Do you think? Because you remember, it wasn't like L.A. was like the big one, but it Mike, sparked. Uh, this clip, we're gonna hear them reporting it live at the time. They they legit are saying riots, man, and Hold looting, on, though, man. looting and rioting. Dude, it sparked riots across the the country. Like I, they rioted all over, right? But uh, do you think? Because now those men, like in two thousand and twenty, all those people were in like their fifties, sixties, you know, forties. Right, do, right. do you th- do you think all of them were slapping themselves on the head collectively? Like, oh my god, why didn't I think of mostly peaceful? <laughs> peaceful if they oh only God, had mostly peaceful because it was the same shit just mo- they had we had mostly peaceful they did it here's what's crazy you know? really and get out there and and take a look at the footage uh, of uh april 29th and 30th uh 1992 versus uh the mostly peaceful um protesting that happened in 2020 in response to uh, George Floyd and all that stuff that happened. Um, it, it's pretty wild. They're very similar looking scenarios. And what's crazy too, when we take a look back on stuff like the George Floyd protests or what was going on in the, in the summer of love, the peaceful <laughs> gatherings of 2020, is that was also what came out of that was the Kyle Rittenhouse situation and the trial yeah. that you know we were glued to this previous year. So it's weird. The white OJ. The white OJ. Yeah, Kyle, that's so funny. Kyle wow, is I the never, white OJ. Wow. <laughs> I never connected that. Oh my god. He was the revenge for Derek Chauvin. Oh my you see, god. You see, the police got convicted instead wow. of not getting convicted. That just gave me wow. chills, man. Yeah, oh dude, me too. God. He's the white oh OJ. My god. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse, you need to change your Twitter to at the white OJ. And I just, I just yeah, I'll take 10 G's. That's it, man. 10 G's. Hey, 10%. It's all about 10%. 10, 10, G, 10 G's and a follow. Give me 10 G's and a follow. Come on. But what a wild kind of, it's almost like a uh, through the mirror, like through the looking glass, or like, um, like a, a reverse image of the two scenes where you have, you have the. The riot and then OJ trial and the acquittal of OJ and then the mostly peaceful summer of love and (laughs) the Kyle Rittenhouse acquittal on the other side. It's pretty wild, actually. I never connected that, but uh, how similar these years are, but also at the same time, so very different. But it's because it's cyclical, man. Jinko jeans coming back. Jinko jeans. We're buying stock right now. Jinko jeans. I'm buying you. I'm buying Yahoo. Stock and Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo Bale's making a comeback, man. <laughs> it, believe it or not, Ask Jeeves just started again. It just <laughs> No joke. We got the butler and everything. Oh, yeah. Now, play that clip, man. That's crazy. 30 years. Here we go. It's wow. a trip down memory lane. Um, I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, 30 years you ago. You were born in the 80s or before, yeah. man. This was like a pivotal... This was like the 9-11 before 9/11. I was about to say this was the 9-11 yeah. of the 90s, if you will. Everybody remembers this. This was worldwide. Uh, it had yeah. worldwide implications. Everybody remembers this. Pretty. It was the George Floyd of the 90s. For sure. <laughs> it was It was the. It was 1992's uh, uh, Summer of Love, if you will. Yes. Uh, compared... <laughs> Years ago today, widespread looting and arson broke out in Los Angeles. <laughs> and the of white LAPD. <laughs> <laughs> Just right so, there, dude. Times so have hard changed. off the bat. Times have changed, Mike. 
Oh my god. <laughs> you gotta lube it up and go slow, buddy. What are you doing here, man? Damn. Buy me a steak before you fuck me, all right, guy? <laughs> Officers in the videotape beating of Rodney King. And the violence lasted for days, and when it was over, dozens were dead and more than 2,000 injured, and an estimated $1 billion in property was damaged. No, they're not sugarcoating this one, Mike. I don't know if yeah. you noticed this. Did you hear that language? Yeah. It's almost like they were talking about black people in a riot. Oh, my God, dude. That's so crazy. Don't they know how we're supposed to talk about those people? <laughs> I'm appalled. Uh, if you need me for the rest of the show, I'll be in my safe space. Uh... Safe space? <laughs> Frank, when you're done with BetterHelp, I'm going to use your <laughs> username. Okay. KTLA 5's Eric Spillman looks back at the start of the L.A. riots. Black smoke pouring into the sky all over town. That's well, what Los Angeles bright. looks like this morning. April 30th, 1992, the morning after the L.A. riots began. And it was the biggest story that we had ever covered on the morning news. Our Eric Spillman joins us live now from Skycam 5. Eric. Well, Barbara, now that the sun has come up, we can see the extent of the damage and the destruction wrought by last night's fires and rioting. It had started with a not guilty verdict in the Rodney rioting. King beating trial. And on the day after, the mayhem showed no sign mayhem. of letting up. From the air and from the ground, we kept seeing more arson and more looting. There are firefighters at work, but obviously there's nothing they can do to stop the looting. And, uh, you know, the, the, these are businesses where the glass has already been broken out and people are just freely walking in and out and brazenly taking whatever they want. Why are you down here to take the shoes? Simple because um, right over there I was in Payless. That's a big corporation, okay? That's a big corporation. And it's already oh, broken into, it. and a lot of people, the prices they charge are too high, so I took advantage of it. The chaos was too <laughs> yeah, yeah. Later, they would be right on, man. They would clear one area and then move on to other trouble spots, only to have thieves come back. Look at all the people going back into the store. It's amazing. Now the, the store is going to fill up with looters again. Now the police, I think, are coming through the back of the store because that's the only reason why all these guys are trying to pile out the front now. So somebody's coming in through the back. In fact, there's a police officer. You can see him inside. There's two officers. And really, they just walk <laughs> they through. They just want to walk through. They're just trying to get them out. To try and stop the mayhem, the police imposed a dusk-to-dawn curfew in South L.A., but we kept seeing more violence. And they're just kind of randomly running along the street, breaking windows where they can, and beginning to loot. Crazy. Eric, I'm going to interrupt you. We've just... That's a round where you were talking about earlier. Okay. Were they uh, the the famous video of that trucker getting pulled out and just <coughs> being beaten within an inch of his life? It's it's he, crazy. <clears throat> he had nothing to do with anything. They got in front of his yeah. truck, and he didn't want to run him over. Yeah. So he stopped. Yep. And then they pulled him out of the truck and beat him within inches of his life. That's crazy. It's really just crazy. A, just a man trying to make a living. It's, like that is the worst. One of the worst things I've ever seen. I think about it all the time. Oh, it's crazy. Like, That's absolutely know. crazy. Received a bulletin, an urgent bulletin from Mayor Bradley. The curfew now extends to the entire city of Los Angeles. That's it. Yeah, like how they... Yeah. That happened... They, were doing, <laughs> they, did it, they were doing exactly what they did in 2020, right? But... The 2020 coverage was they just showed the people walking around. Right. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of windows broken behind them. Uh, yeah, that building's <laughs> on fire, but uh, it's mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly uh, what, peaceful. What's that, Jim? Yeah, every car behind me is on fire, and the police cars turned upside <laughs> down. It's a mostly peaceful protest, though, so, uh, you know. <laughs> mostly peaceful. So... I really love that the anniversary came up this weekend because it really, I feel like we are now removed from the summer of love of 2020 in a way that we can kind of compare the two in a way. And I actually, like, I think 2020 was worse. Way worse. It was yeah. national. It was happening in every city, everywhere. Did they 
they a chop chaz whatever the fuck they yeah. took over part of seattle yeah and it went all over every every state every city it ruined chicago yeah and I, I can't really speak for every city but it ruined chicago i'm sure it ruined all these other ones the the rodney king riot i don't know man I will say Rodney King riot, um, justified a of... in a in a way justified. It was no. a it was a local reaction, I think, no. to what happened. No. But no, I, this is something I I would say even about all the uh, quote unquote black heroes of the day, right? Rodney King was like one of the original examples of you guys really need to choose your hero. <laughs> yeah, well. You know what I'm saying? He's, He's not some a hero. Cr- <clears throat> he was some crackhead running yes. away from the cops. Absolutely. Okay? But the video was he... jarring because it was four plus cops ganging but the up vid- on this guy. The video didn't show. The video didn't show the whole thing. So definitely not. And we know that and for he, sure. He definitely fought the cops. Absolutely. But okay. still, it's the images that were seen by the public. I get it. And in that sense, in my opinion, that's why it's justified. And as far as this is also. <clears throat> We only had TV at that time, and those images flooded the TVs, the the news stations everywhere. Back then, there was nowhere else to check, and so everybody no saw it. And right. yeah, you're right. The re- what's what I think people forget about this time is these images hit the news stations. They were all over the nightly news, and then people in LA saw it, and then hit the streets. There was no in between. There was no. You know what I'm saying? You know what, just, you know what I just thought of? You know what's really crazy is because uh, I was so little at the time is I, I literally have this like thing in my head where like uh, it's, 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 it's almost funny to say it, but uh, the, the game, like the, the world changing stories interrupted the Simpsons. Yes, they did. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're you're right in the fact that like the Simpsons were on every day at five o'clock. It didn't matter what, <laughs> yeah, right? That's right. Ex- except when Bill Clinton got a blowjob, right? When Bill Clinton bombed Kosovo <laughs> to distract <laughs> when, from the blowjob, When OJ ran away in the white Bronco, that's right. You know yeah, what I'm saying. And when those cops beat up, when the video came out about the cops beating up, yes. Uh, like you're right. It was like, the yeah. The video was, was shocking. But what I mean by like the Simpsons, it was like no, no. That was still a time when a breaking news story was like you see in the movies, where like you flip every channel and it's that story. It's the president it, ev- talking. Everybody's watching. You know? it. Yes. And it's like yeah, yeah. There is nowhere else to go. There's no internet. There's no no no. There's no phone to look at. Everybody is watching this guy talking. You know, Absolutely. everybody's watching these cops beating up this guy. Yeah, you're right. It was, yeah, a different time. Different time. And so, and you can understand why people would just see it immediately and then react. And then they hit the streets. And that's honestly, that's what happened. They just yeah. hit the streets. And uh, it was a crazy, do you remember the video footage of the Koreans on top of their stores just blasting Shoot, away literally yes. in an actual shootout? Wow! Yeah, yeah. Crazy when people was, when people man. ask you why do we have the Second Amendment and why is it important to be able to defend your property and your and your rights to uh, live and survive? Take a look at the video of the Koreans who came to this country and defended with guns their property from people who were trying to loot and do, rob them. <clears throat> do you think that's why? Um... Like, me and you remember that, right? Yeah. Tony probably doesn't. Definitely not. And do you think that's the difference between gun ownership and thinking, like, eh, who needs a gun? (laughs) Well, I am curious what's the difference between wanting to own a gun to protect yourself, uh, even whether it's from crime, local crime, or just in the grander sense of thinking, 
we the citizenship should all be armed and in the case in the moment that comes where we must defend ourselves from tyranny right well, i'm th- i'm thinking like if you if you if you if you were born after like 90s right yeah there's a you really haven't seen any situation in america where there were no police But I definitely rem- like I, that's like one of my earliest memories. I vaguely remember it, but I definitely remember the Koreans. I remember the trucker. Yeah, you I know? remember that very specifically. And I think that that's got to stick with you, you know. Well, and hey, how does the trucker play into that too? In an interesting way, um, what if he was armed? Uh, how you know different rem- would that situation you know remember- have played out what's funny is the thing i remember most about the trucker was i i really i remember dad's reaction to it yeah and that was his reaction was like he was like heartbroken yeah and he was like this is just and it was like he put him so he right away put himself in the guy's shoes he was like this is just <laughs> a guy trying to make money absolutely you know? yeah it was like dad that was terrible yeah pretty crazy <laughs> like that guy doesn't control whether or not the system the the, the justice system <laughs> is, is racist or not That's you know what I, what I mean? <laughs> like he's just he's just trying to deliver this load and go home you know he probably got his beer in the fridge you know maybe got a bowl waiting or something man That's, how did yeah. this happen 30 years ago and then we had the summer of love of 2020 and then two years ago yes <laughs> I don't well, the understand. Same, the same thing happened two years ago. We're living in the same world. We have fucking goldfish memories as people and as a society. Yes. It's unbelievable that we allowed 2020... All jokes aside with the Summer of Love shit, the riots of 2020, which were nationwide... I mean, we still have uh, spray paint markings that we're trying to cover up all over Denver because apparently in 2020 it was totally okay to write all cops uh, are bastards yeah. in spray paint along the freeway. Like, that's totally you kosher. About, you're talking about ACMAT? Yeah, whatever. Akmat, we got Akmat all over Chicago. Yeah, Akmat, it's what's left of Black Lives Matters. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you got an Ak and a Mat. That's it. It's uh, I I really found it just to be so perplexing. Looking back on that year, like my outrage still to this day resides in you know the the Tony Fauci's of the world and the people who pushed the pandemic originally but on top of all of that or just underneath that let me say is the fact that we allowed and actually celebrated the open destruction of our cities and the rioting and looting of stores in the name of racism i guess it's so weird that we let that happen and now man everybody is seems like they want to forget that it happened it feels like like, they don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, yeah, we were openly supporting rioting. Maybe in uh, about a year or so, they're not going to want to talk about how, yeah, we're kind of, uh, we were openly supporting Nazis in Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's really strange. Uh, it's no different than uh, we supported uh, Osama bin Laden. Yes, you know? that's right. Absolutely. It's, it's no different than any of that shit, you know? That's a funny one. The o, the Osama bin Laden. Uh, it's because you were watching uh, Army of One. That's it. <laughs> Frank, did you? Oh, that's a great. Did you watch that? I I caught some of Army of One. How much? A good chunk. Because I gotta tell you, it's kind of a, kind of kind of kind of little. Uh, kind of threw a little curveball at you there, <laughs> without even meaning to. Because I fucking hate it, and I couldn't stand it, right? <clears throat> yeah, Nick Cage, when did he, why did he, how did he come up with that character and the voice? So, for those of you that don't know, Army of One is this, <laughs> it's a Nick Cage movie where Nicolas Cage 
as Visions of God, played by Russell Brand. <laughs> and the Visions tell him to go hunt down Osama bin Laden in Pakistan. Yes. <laughs> and this is the old man on dialysis <laughs> who's trying to hunt down Osama bin Laden. Anyways. Uh, Army, I... Army of One is a 2016 <clears throat> comedy directed by Larry Charles. And, uh, yeah. I hated it for, like... <laughs> 30 minutes and yeah. I, I was laughing so hard because f- you love nick cage yeah <laughs> you're on the record as saying best actor uh, greatest greatest actor <laughs> of all time greatest actor of all time double it down i love it i love it <laughs> and so i start i see nick cage and i love russell brand so i watch this movie russell brand Plays Russell Brand. Uh, Rain Great. Wilson is also in it from The Office. Rain Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, Will Sasso from Mad TV is in it. Oh, Will Sasso. Yeah. Dude, so I'm like 20 minutes in. I hate it. I think it's so stupid. Yeah. But then it got me. If you sit there for 30, 45 minutes, 30 minutes in, something happens where you, you caught. And it made me realize. He actually is a good actor, dude. Yeah. It was his, it was his hey, worst. Hey, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> 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 you know why? Because that movie proves it. Here. Because the 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 actual character that because it's a true story based on a true story, you know. <laughs> and the actual guy is one of these guys who is very annoying and you can't stand and you don't know what the fuck is going on, uh-huh. but you just kind of like him. Right. And that's and Nick Cage. I don't think he really played that guy that well, but he played a version of, he played his version of that guy. Yeah. And he did it <clears throat> spot on, dude. I fucking hated you. I couldn't stand you. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but I couldn't stop watching. And 30 minutes in, I fell in love with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you fucking nailed it. You know what I mean? It, he did a great job. Great job. What would you think? <laughs> I thought it was really funny, actually. And for people who don't know, Gary Faulkner is a former construction worker and landlord who was arrested in 2010 in Pakistan carrying a sword, pistol, night vision goggles, a map, and a Bible <laughs> on his one-man hunt to capture Osama bin Laden. He was seriously trying to capture Osama the bin Laden? Fu- yes, yes, he was. He actually was. <clears throat> Dude, I, he... F- first of all, first of all, I gotta give props to Nick Cage. Nobody else is making this movie. Yes. Right? Well, only only the greatest actor in the world, Mike. <laughs> only a guy like Nick Cage is like, yeah, I'll do this, and he fucking nailed it, dude. Yeah, it's really it, it's a fascinating. It is a, fu- it is a, a funny movie. movie. Yeah. Hold on, dude. It is so funny. It's so entertaining. It keeps you engaged. Like, it's what a movie should be. It's what we lost in movies. You know. Yeah, it's really, it's actually really comical. The, um, what is it? The narration is really funny. The God voice so is hilarious. Funny. Yeah, it's really funny. Russell Brand, oh, yeah. so perfect as God. Yeah. It's, dude, they nailed it. They nailed it. Uh, yeah. It's what, uh, it's what I want out of a movie. I agree. Right? Yeah. No, it's right? funny that you liked it. I think uh, I, I thought it was hilarious. So did I'm a, a little more backstory. I- Faulkner spent 10 days in custody of uh peshawar is that uh, i'm an idiot uh police before being released with no charges and what was reported to be his seventh visit to pakistan to find bin laden but according to faulkner it was his 11th early media reports said that faulkner intended to kill bin laden but faulkner said that he planned to hand him over to pakistani authorities in the 2016 film Army of One starring Nicolas Cage was based on him. This cat is a real dude. Dude, it's a great story. You won't believe it. I'm telling you, it's a great movie. I couldn't I'm believe doing... it. I, when, I, when I, we were I watching it, I looked it. it up immediately. I was like, this, I, I looked at him and I said, this shit is a true story. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm giving it two thumbs up, man. I don't know. That's fucking great movie. I also give it two thumbs up. Absolutely. Nick Cage fucking nailed it. I'm giving him two thumbs up on it. I can't believe this came out six years ago. Never heard of it. This should have won the fucking... Whatever won six years ago. I'm assuming it was like a movie about a transgender. I don't know. But this should have won. <laughs> so, uh... The film received mostly uh, negative reviews. It yeah, cur- currently holds a uh, 25% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, God, of course. Yeah, those guys that all... That shit's political, man. It's political. Nah, <laughs> they couldn't make it the 30 minutes. Listen, I went into it thinking <laughs> I would hate it. For the first 30 minutes, I hated it, and I knew I was right, and I was laughing at Frank. But after, after about 30 minutes, you realize... Nick Cage fucking nailed it, and great movie, great acting all around. Yeah, uh, a lot of famous actors in it. It's really, it's pretty. The fact funny. that it's a yeah. true story, dude. The best part Mind is, blowing. Like, dude, blowing. twenty minutes in, you're looking the shit up. Like this can't be real, and you're like, what the fuck? I had to look it up because I'm five uh, minutes in, and I look at, I'm like, why the fuck did Mike make us watch this? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Do you see why I made you watch it, though? It's a great yeah. movie, man. Well, do you great see why I under- like Nick Cage? Yeah, you're right. Underrated movie, great movie, underrated actor, great actor. Two thumbs up, Nick Cage. Four thumbs up, Nick Cage. Four thumbs up. Uh, Army of One, man. Nick Cage, he's interesting. He's on a roll, man. He really, uh, I actually, there was an interview with him recently. He was talking about how he's like doing his best work that he's ever done. In the last ten years or whatever, it's like his, he's on a roll. He thinks himself, and uh, I want to go see his movie that's out um, recently in theaters. It's a uh, massive talent where he plays himself. Yeah, with the, like the million or the billionaire like wants. Yeah, that yes. Good. And, the billionaire and hires I, him, right? I have an interview clip here of Nick Cage. You ready? Yeah. Well, I had to watch it because my other hat. <laughs> he's talking about he's talking about watching himself. <laughs> the cage is such a he's such a freaking weirdo man on this movie was producer and as a producer it got to a point where you know the studio had an opinion and the director had an opinion and it was time for fresh eyes and i had to you know shut off half my mind and half my heart and look at it the movie from a place of neutral and as a producer i was able to say you know, to the studio, I think you got to put some of Tom's flavor back in the movie. You're losing a lot of the flavor of the comedy. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, uh, Comedy. (laughs) And to Tom, I had to say, I think these two scenes aren't landing. And I'm glad I did it because I think we finally got to a place where the movie works as a whole in the best possible way, the best of both worlds. Um, You know, (laughs) but seeing it in the theater, just as an audience member, that was right there. Uh, The problem with actors is... uh... Outside of acting, we shouldn't listen to him. Yeah, see, this is why I cut <laughs> yeah, this. I'm so yeah, happy. I was waiting yeah, for you to tell me to stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's um. Yeah, I don't want your advice on medical uh, treatments <laughs> and and wars in Europe and just stick to acting. Yeah, but you heard this guy, right? This guy spent two point seven million dollars on a tyrannor- uh, a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. I don't blame him. I am mad at him. Do you now understand the madness behind the genius of yeah. Nick Cage? Do you hear him talk about it? He's literally talking about how he's dissecting to this person his process of... <laughs> no, here, here's my point, right? Watching himself. So that's exactly <laughs> my, that, that's exactly my so point, weird. right? You, you have to think, like, Nick Cage was sitting down at dinner, and there's, like, a supermodel in front of him, right? <laughs> But but in his head, he was thinking about the difference between <laughs> between two cuts of the same scene, right? <laughs> and like later on, he's fucking this supermodel, but he's still thinking of the like which cut is better of this one scene, okay? Yes. yes. Right. And yes. He, he can't sleep because of that, and then he wakes up and like, and that's why he makes a movie that's good. 
right? And that's why he's a millionaire for making movies, but that's also why his brain doesn't know shit about Ukraine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking take a note, Sean Penn. <laughs> yes. And that's why I don't need you to capture fucking drug lords. You know, like El Chapo and interview fucking Zelensky in the middle of a war. Hey, dude, when it comes to Putin, all we have to do is strap it on to Sean Penn and Lindsey Graham, and they're going to take him out themselves, man. That's can, all it comes down to. <laughs> well, the problem is if you strap it on to Sean Penn, you'll never get, you'll never get Lindsey Graham off of Sean Penn. <laughs> I don't know if you know how Lindsey Graham works. <laughs> oh my god, man. Oh, oh lordy, it's just so hot when he's got the strap on. <laughs> Oh, Sean, beat me like you did that boy in prison. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched it so many times as a boy. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to say the name of the movie, but I couldn't remember. (laughs) 